0: Welcome to episode 107 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. I am Chance. I write the games of Chance on Blogspot.com. Joining me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week?
1: I have a Guinness. Life is good.
0: Alex tragically could not be with us because he has better things to do.
1: <laughs> now,
0: that was a that was a bad
1: wink, Randy wink. joke. Nudge, and nudge. I say apologize. no more. Anyway. <laughs> Good luck to our boy. will miss him. Yes, we will talk to him next week about whatever <laughs> happens.
0: And um, so last week I was hyped to the moon about Iconoclast, as I recall.
1: Yes. You may yes. recall
0: that as well. And I was, I was so hyped for it. I actually bought it for Alex on Steam. Ooh, excellent. There's a part of me that suspects uh, that he's not joining us tonight just because he hasn't played it or he tried it and hated it. I haven't checked his Steam account. I don't know that that's true.
1: Uh, <laughs> I, I saw mention of him over the course of the week in one email. He mentioned something about the art style. Yeah, but, but I don't know. I wondered if he just watched
0: a trailer or something. I don't know. But um
1: the poor boy's been working doubles like every day, so Yeah we we need to give him a little slack.
0: Gross to me.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine. I'm too old for that shit.
0: (laughs) I think my save is at six hours and you beat it. I did. And apparently I'm about halfway through and as you as I progress through the game, all the little things wrong with it start to bother you a little bit more. Yeah. I found, and and you, you kind of nailed it on your blog today when you said that it's a Metroidvania, but you don't really get new and interesting tools and in gameplay mechanics throughout.
1: No, you don't. Robin's abilities remain fairly static the entire time. The only thing that is even somewhat interesting is one of the tweaks is a dodge roll. And I still has, haven't found that shit. which is a significant number of invinci- invincibility frames.
0: And how do you like where do you get that tweak?
1: I don't remember. I I think it might have been in the tower.
0: Did you uh did you deliver a letter?
1: No, I, I couldn't figure out where to deliver that.
0: Oh, okay. Um and yeah, like and again, it's not bad and it's incredibly endearing, but um but yeah, it's a Metroidvania where the The additions you get are little things where you can now interact with this thing that you've seen all over the world. Yeah, and you don't interact with it in kind of like a fun and interesting way. Like you have a new rocket or something, or a triple jump or anything like that. It's just now your wrench will attach to it, mm-hmm. and you know, flying along those zip lines on the wrench—that's
1: cool. That's yeah, not bad. That's but... cool. And um, and it leads uh, to some good puzzles later. But yeah, that's about it. I kept waiting and waiting and waiting for a double jump. Yeah. Never happens.
0: Which is, well, you could consider that dodge roll a double jump because you can do it midair.
1: Yeah, you can. You yeah, can, it, gets, it suppose, gets you some horizontal,
0: I, based on I, videos I, that I've seen.
1: I ended up using the charged blaster. If you charge it and point it down, it gives you kind of a double jump. Oh, it really? gives you a little extra height. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. If you, Any of them, either the rocket or the basic blaster, just charge it, hold down, it'll give you a little boost hmm. to get a little higher.
0: But I do find that the context I still find really endearing I really like the story, I really like the characters uh, The animations are still Absolutely wonderful um, And the gameplay, I'm not, I shouldn't say it's bad It's not bad, it's just no, very No, it's not bad,
1: it's, it's uh, simple Yeah, it's okay It's the yeah. best word I can I can give it
0: It's good enough, you know it's, it's, good still in, it's, it's still good a fun enough. little game to putter around in, and yes. in the tower at least, fuck, man, I must have spent hours on that level trying to figure out what to do next, because the game is not good at helping you intuit what to do next.
1: Um, Sometimes, if you just check the map, there'll be question marks of where you're supposed to go next. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not sometimes. every time. No. Other times, it's just, where haven't I been yet? Let's go there.
0: Yes. And Which like is a actually... Little, a little thing that says, like, look for Lois or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm. I will, okay, I did finish it, and I I refuse to discuss any specifics with you, because I am hoping that you will find time to finish it.
0: I suspect I will.
1: Because while I do not think that the plot resolves itself in a satisfying manner, I do think that all of the important characters get their moments to shine. All of them. Be it Robin or Black, who, Agent Black is, you don't even know how cool she is yet. Just give her time. She's um,
0: pretty angry. She's an angry person.
1: She is an angry person, but you'll understand you'll why. understand. just why. her
0: rip off a guy's arm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that was a great scene, by she the way. She really enjoyed it. She did. She and that's did. the thing. For a, it's, for a it's, a,
0: it's a pixel art game. It's like a yep. 16-bit pixel art game with really in, involving scenes like that.
1: Mm-hmm. Like,
0: I can't think of another pixel art game that does that.
1: Did you... Or a dedicated action game, at least. Yeah. Did you see what happened to Agent Gray yet?
0: I don't think so. Okay. Wait, All Agent right, Gray? I, I don't even know that I've met Agent Gray. I've met Agent you White. You don't.
1: You meet him in Flashback. Oh, okay, okay. Did yeah. you fight Agent White yet? Yes, you fought Agent White. Uh... That was in the underwater section?
0: That wasn't... Oh, yeah, that was White. That yeah, was yeah. White. Yeah, yeah, I killed White.
1: Yeah, yeah. So then we could talk about this specifically. The agents, you don't really understand what's going on with them yet, but Mina, Robin's friend, has these seeds
0: uh-huh. that
1: react to anything... Uh, mechanical or anything with um, uh, ivory. In yeah, it. ivory in it. So she shoves one into Agent White and he explodes into this tree like thing. A beautiful tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then Black comes in and, and freaks out, obviously. So that's important. It's important later. Yeah, like, I, just, I mean, there, you, there say are... that you say that
0: the story doesn't have a satisfying conclusion. I I guess what I'm anticipating, what I want from the story, is it looks like it's building to something that will redefine how you view this entire world, and potentially, um, I don't know. I want Robin to create hope for the future of it, basically.
1: Um, you do kind of get that. I just, okay. I mean, each each character from from Robin to her brother uh, Elro to Black and White and Mina and Royal and General Chrome, they all receive some sort of resolution. Every one of them has, you know, their arc ends. Does this happen Nothing.
0: organically through the stories or is it like a bunch of little scenes after the game ends? No, no, it
1: all happens organically through the oh, game. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, what you will find, I, I mean, after after you leave the tower, you are going to end up in City One. Ooh, At One Concern headquarters. Good God. And things really pick up from there.
0: I hear there's no penance there.
1: Uh, There is no penance there. (laughs) Until you get there. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: do like it. I do like it a lot.
1: So, no, I, I don't dislike it either. I just. I I I think that I am spoiled there by there are other. better
0: no there are better action platforms out there they're absolutely yes. are. like I'm yes. thinking I'm looking at like um I don't think I know that I wrote it on the blog today. Oh no, I think I put it in an email to you guys that I'm I'm the guy in the meme with my arm around Iconoclast, but I'm looking over my shoulder at sh- at Hollow Knight on Switch oh, just yeah. waiting for that shit to happen.
1: <laughs> that's going to look better that's going to play, play better. better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. like
0: the it, story might not be better than the well no the animations are better. But uh, but no, Iconoclass class is good. It's it's a nice little. How to put? Is it, it? a
1: one man team? I looked it up. And it's I, pretty I think small. It's, a, it's either yeah. one
0: man or or like five.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a very small thing. It, it's been in the oven for eight years. Yeah. So I don't want to bag on it too hard. I really don't. I just I just think there's more there's more to see than there is to do.
0: Yes, but but at the same time, um, I I agree with everything that's wrong with the game. I I think when you. You said 7.5 in an email today, and based yeah. on what I'm playing, yeah, I could go with that, but it's one of those 7.5s that you really kind of root for. It's like, like, I, I don't want to say wet because that's the one we always throw out, but <laughs> there's something, there's something really endearing. Like, I just want to hug this game. I, I like just chilling out and playing it. It is kind of a chicken soupy
1: yes. kind of game for me. Yeah. I, I wish Robin was not a silent protagonist. Yeah, she feels like she, could have some sass to her you know yeah i mean or that or the other people are talking past her or you get these like one word responses that you choose from that may or may not make a difference i just i, I wish she was more of a character because she does have a many many actions that you see her do um you know that, that kind of like scared look that she gets where she kind mm-hmm. of like tucks her knees in her hands come in there's that one um okay i can't spoil that one um there's there's more stuff to her later. Um, but she's animated very well. I just want to hear what she had to say in some of these things. Especially dealing with Mina, because Mina is kind of a bitch sometimes. She really is.
0: Yeah, she's kind of selfish very, and crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and she gets in fights with her mom. I don't know. I really like that. Like, yeah, yeah no, that was, was... There's so much character to it.
1: It was an interesting touch. Yeah. Uh, of her mom being basically disabled, and Mina's just going out and doing adventures anyway. That's I didn't
0: get the impression mom was disabled. Or just old, mom old, and, was, and yeah. needed help. Mom was someone who came to uh, Mina's civilization from the outside, which is fairly mm-hmm. unusual. She fell in love with one of the pirates, and she came and, and lived in the underwater city with everyone. And then I guess the husband died, and she's terrified she's going to lose Mina. And what the impression I got of her mom is that she's one of these, like, uh, uh, what's those people who always think they're ill
1: Oh, hypochondriac. Yeah,
0: she's kind of hypochondriac like she never gets out of bed. She just kind of like complains that no one cares about her and she's mean to everyone who shows up. So like, you no, know, I I've seen you in a million movies and stories like you're, <laughs> you're nuts and no, I'm not hanging out with you.
1: D- did you catch that Mina and Samba are a couple? No.
0: But that makes sense.
1: Yeah, they're totally
0: a couple. And that's that's why I'm traipsing across the world after Samba. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, they're they're totally a couple. But it's good because it's it's a same sex couple, and the game's like, yeah, this is how it is, and then just kind of moves on. It's not like a big deal. So mm-hmm. very organically, very, very
0: Horizon Zero Dawn.
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, I, I I enjoyed the game. I came in at just under twelve hours. Your your percentage thing that you're seeing in there is indeed a collection percentage, not a game percentage. Mm-hmm. So I found like sixty percent of the crates or something like that, which feels about right because I didn't do a lot of backtracking once I unlocked the last couple of skills because I just didn't want to
0: that's generally something i really enjoy i want to look up how to get that dodge roll because it seems so handy
1: i didn't need it that much there's only one or two places where the invincibility came in handy
0: it's like my coat i don't need it
1: i just want it (laughs) you need to see that's that's the dark souls in you i would like those invincibility frames please all of them all the time (laughs) so
0: uh you started assassin's creed origins
1: i did i played it for i want to say three three and a half hours okay that's a chunk yeah, it's a it's a good chunk, and I I basically finished the first area. Assassin's Creed games always have this kind of like like cold open bond thing where you could, here's your first area and here's your thing you do. And it, it is simultaneously not at all Assassin's Creed and the most Assassin's Creed game I've played in the series in a long time. Okay. Not at all, because the camera is much different. It's more locked over the shoulder, and the combat the combat in a lot of the previous Assassin's Creeds had become almost automatic. Yeah, it, it's was, like it was never attack. good. Yeah, and I'm not going to call it good, but I'm going to call it better in that it requires more effort. You're, the dodging needs to be more. Um, you need to pay more attention for the dodges and blocking needs to be timed better. The different weapons you have make a huge difference because you can carry like one of each type. There's like swords and there's double swords and these just giant ass maces that. Have a lot of weight to them, and my favorite so far is a spear because I can swipe and hit like five guys at the same time. What
0: the fuck is a double sword? Oh, like dual well, It's just like two swords. Dual wheel. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Spoke.
1: Explain that poorly. Um. <laughs> But each weapon really, really feels different and is good for different things, so you want to keep each one around. It almost has like a Diablo-ish kind of weapons drop because people enemies are just dropping weapons. You can pick them up if it's good, cool. If not, you break it down into parts and use it for crafting.
0: So is, it, so, is this going to... Is this Okay, so now Assassin's Creed games, to me, have historically had horrific menu systems, and now you're giving me Diablo loot in this thing. How, how easy is it to zip into your inventory, see if the sword you just picked up is better than the one you've got?
1: It's it's one screen in, and it has handy little green or red arrows that say if it's better or worse than the last sword you had. Hmm. It's it's actually got DPS listings good. on the weapons.
0: Okay, that's nice.
1: So it it, it it moving in, breaking them down, moving back out again. It's not five menus in. You're not dealing with this weird radial things. It's like here here's my menu. Here's the weapons tab. Yes, that looks good. Done. Hmm. Functional.
0: Okay. Now now my question about the combat. Um, consider Far Cry. 4? No, not Far Cry 4. Fallout. Sorry, sorry, what the fuck I'm is that? Sorry, sorry. Uh, what, was the, what was the last Fallout game? Fallout 4?
1: Fallout 4, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, the shooting in Fallout 4 was better than the shooting in any other first-person Fallout.
1: <laughs> but it was
0: still shittier than any other first-person shooter. Yes. Is that what we're looking at with the combat here in Assassin's
1: Creed? Yeah, yeah, we are. It, it has It has risen above being automatic and a distraction to, I have to pay attention, but that's still not why I'm here.
0: How's the stealth?
1: Um, The stealth actually feels better because you can take your bird and fly up, which is right out of which Far Cry? Far Cry 4 or 5? No, 3 or 4. No, sorry. Primal. Primal. Had the bird. You can fly the bird up, mark your enemies so they're now on your map. You can see where they're looking. It feels like there's less guesswork with the stealth. Um, it's a little more forgiving, at least in the early levels, where if someone sees you, it's not, your, the jig is not up, you can kind of duck and get around a corner a little bit. And they'll come looking for you and then wander away again. So the stealth, for me, it feels more forgiving. I'm playing it on normal, maybe on hard, it's much more mean. But once you're found out and they sound the alarms, then you might as well run away and, and let it all boil down, because fighting groups of people is not a thing you do anymore. Like in a lot of the previous Assassin's Creeds, even even the last one, um, Assassin's Creed Steampunk. I yeah, you were games. like
0: surrounded, and you. Would oh
1: just, yeah, you yeah. fought like a dozen guys, and it's not a big deal. This one, you get past two or three, and you're pretty much fucked. Huh.
0: So do, the, there's you, no quick counter kills then.
1: Uh not that I've unlocked yet. Hmm, okay. Maybe there is further in the tree. I mean, granted, I've, this is three three and a half hours in, but it it really felt that once you're overwhelmed, your best bets to run away and pick him off one at a time. So that's not Assassin's Creed. What is very Assassin's Creed is the first level is just a generic find your target and assassinate him. Okay. And it works really well because you've got a big level. He's hiding somewhere in the level. You find him with your bird. You can choose how you're going to kill him. Um, You could sneak up and take out his guards one at a time. I just got a decent bow and pegged him in the head from about two blocks over. So, hey, choice in how you're going to do it. It felt like a traditional Assassin's Creed mission. There's also a ton of shit around the menu that you can look in because this is a yeah, Ubisoft game. Yeah, but you game. usually
0: don't get choice in an Assassin's Creed. I
1: know. Well, but but you did in the old ones. No, you didn't think. Yeah, you, you did. didn't think, think about like the assignment? first fucking Assassin's Creed. No, like no. like well, you didn't have any ranged attacks then. You
0: you had nothing. All you could do was sneak up on a guy and kill him, and then no matter where you killed him or how quiet you were about it, the alarms would go off. It was so. Prescribed. Well, this one the Always alarm
1: went was. off and, it, and and as soon as i killed him i killed him with a long shot okay. and then it said you need you need to go to the corpse to verify he's dead because it oh, yeah. needed to, to trigger the assassin's creed scene where you're talking to him after he's dead
0: Oh, okay
1: so that's very assassin's creed I, I i played it for three hours it looks great obviously um the 4k patch was only 10 gig i was surprised so that wasn't too big of a download <laughs> so um it really feels like taking taking some time off in between was the right call because it feels kind of fresh again. Riding around on a camel was kind of fun.
0: <laughs> Let me Metacritic this. Critics. Uh, Critics.
1: I would probably put it 81. in the eighty. Yeah, that feels about right. It feels about right because Unity was shit.
0: Well, let's, and... let's see. What, let's see what they gave Unity.
1: Yeah. Unity. Unity was...
0: My user score is 5. It's not... 7. Okay.
1: 70. Okay. Okay. And then I forget what the steampunk was. Syndicate. The last one. Syndicate. Yeah, Syndicate was better than Unity. This is better than Syndicate. It feels, mm. it feels fresh. And best of all, there was no real world anything so far.
0: It's going to be so disappointing if it turns out... To I, have I mean, that real world, shouldn't it?
1: I, I, not a thi- I don't know. I, I am spoiler free on this game. I have not looked anything up, but in the first three and a half hours, I have been in Egypt the entire time. Hmm. Granted, if I hold up on the D pad, it does a little animus pulse, uh-huh. which kind of highlights things that you can loot, which is good because there's a lot of there's a lot of detail and it's not always obvious which yeah I, up I, I still want that shit. Yeah, it, it's nice. I wouldn't mind if it was on all the time because I want all the little drachmas I can pick up, and I can't tell if this pot's lootable and this pot's not until I use the pulse. So I mean, I I was pleased with it. I'm 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 kind of an Assassin's Creed junkie. I have played all of them, including that follow up to last uh, follow up to Black Flag that's getting a re-release. Mm-hmm. So I I would be fine with it if it's nothing but Egypt. I don't need the real world stuff to anchor me in some sort of overarching fiction. Yeah, I never I don't needed give a that. shit about that. Just always let me just do this. Let me
0: get past that shit. Every time I mean, it came
1: up. There, there are little nods to the rest of the series. Like right now he has um, one of the pieces of Eden. He has an apple. Hmm. The apple. Eden's in the first three is. hours
0: he's got the apple of Eden. Yeah,
1: we, because nobody knows what it is yet. There are no assassins yet. There are no Templars yet. This is the beginning. It's fucked up. So yeah, he, he he doesn't know what it is. He used it to bludgeon a guy to death with it so far. He hit a guy in the face with it until his face caved in. Good Lord. So, I mean, that worked. Yeah, it's it's um it's pretty graphic so hmm. far. More so than the last one, There's a, there was a slow-motion killer. He's using one of these big-ass maces where his moves are really slow, and I, I like somehow charged up the adrenaline, which is like your power meter. I got the last hit in. The guy falls down, and, and the hero, I forget his name because it's an Egyptian name. I'll remember it next week, I promise. Swings it over his head, brings it down squarely on the guy's balls. Aww. And I just cringed because there was this crunching sound. I'm like, oh, his pelvis is in three pieces now. That's no good. Gee. So... Yeah, it's it's a little more graphic, which is fine. So it's it's you know, his son Damn. dies in the first three hours, so yeah. there is your motivation.
0: <laughs> I didn't want to get interested in a new Assassin's Creed game. I don't have time for this.
1: You don't have time for it because it's big. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not doing this. I'm Especially doing the this. way I played this game, it's going to be a long haul.
0: Well, um, I was finally able to put some time into Blizzard World, uh, oh. the new Overwatch map. Yes, and I I, I think I really like it. Okay. Um, it's got a lot of open space, a kind of Eichenwaldy. The, um, the first choke, um, it's, it's, it's very much like, like Eichenwald, where you need to get through a choke and get to the point and take the point and then you move a payload. Okay. And the choke to get to that point is the smallest choke in all of Overwatch. Aye. Like, you can't get over the top of it like you can in Eichenwald. Uh, you can only go through this really narrow little arch or there's one flank you can go underneath through the gift shop <laughs>
1: <laughs> literally through the gift shop. yes awesome.
0: Uh, so I, I ran around in a map on my own just kind of in the map on my own just just checking it out and I found that flank and um, the problem is most of my games on it, it's either a full hold on the first point and so I'm getting to know the first point where the health packs are around there very very well, or once you take that point, it is just a steamroll to the end. Uh, it doesn't it doesn't really hang up on point b there's only been a couple of rounds where it did so i'm not really i'm not really uh it, being able to organically explore the map through gameplay like I'd like to be able to. So, yeah. So there are times where I will need a health pack and I'll go, oh, here's a room over here. There's probably, wait, no, okay, I'll try nope. over here. Oh, I'm dead.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like, it has been a painful learning experience just like it always is with a new map. But like, I think I really That's not like
1: on comp it. yet, right? I mean, it's not yeah. going to hit comp until next season.
0: Uh Next week, I think.
1: Next, Oh, we season begins next week already? I
0: don't know. Did I say next season last week? Last
1: I thought week? you said next season next okay. last week.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay, then, yeah, like, they're they're keeping it at a comp, I guess, which is why. It's like, I wouldn't yeah, want to do yeah. a... I remember the first couple of weeks that uh, that Vault was live on comp. Every time it came up, I was like, fuck! <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, because you develop reflexes for where the health packs are. Yeah, it took me, me a this is.
0: long time to get used to Icon Vault.
1: Yeah. See, I'm picturing that choke, and I just want to put a bastion in there with somebody shielding him. Uh, Well, it's kind of a weird... And just deal death.
0: It's kind (laughs) of a weird choke, because the attackers have a lot of room outside to kind of poke in, but on the inside, you don't really want to be in front of the choke like you do on Iconwall. You want to be off to Mm, the sides. Um so I actually haven't seen a Bastion on defense there yet. Um, hmm. But yeah, like, I, I'll, I'll need to play more games on there, and of course, every time I do play on a game on there, there's two masters on my team, two masters on the other team, so <laughs> I'm really not contributing like I want to be, and I'm really not able to duel these guys like I need to be. So yeah, it's, it those were some, some rough, rough games. I uh, did have some good games with my brother. Actually got an Icon Vault P that played the game with a triple hey. pulse bomb on the point. Okay. Yeah, uh, that was nice. Um, but... Really, I think probably the reason I haven't played Iconoclast much this week is just because I've been so excited about what I'm doing with my clip shows.
1: I saw that last clip show. It looked nice. You like that one? The editing is, is, is nice and clean on that one. I appreciate a nice clean edit.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think, I think this, I think it works really well with the song. I don't think the song is maybe as good for a clip show as Lone Digger and Believer were, but, I I kinda make that shit work on that clip show. Like just when um uh I, I can't really replicate the sounds of the song. But um
1: Yeah, that, that song's pretty weird, I gotta be honest. The song is the <laughs> song is really weird. But
0: I I liked how I like when when there was I was I I picked the uh who did it start with? Oh yeah, it was the Mercy and then the Pharah on Junkertown mm-hmm. and then the Junkrat and then the Tracer. First of all, that whipping my angle up on the, on the Pharah was gorgeous! <laughs> Second, going from that Tracer pick immediately into the Tracer pick on Horizon where she comes around the corner and I just headshot her. Yeah. I, yeah, that really worked for me. I was really excited about that. I, th- I thought that really worked. The reaction on Penny Arcade, I just loved. Everyone. It was really nice so about it.
1: For the listeners, are you doing this editing all on PlayStation Four? Uh, Share Factory on PlayStation. Through Share Factory. Through Share Factory. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, and Share Factory has a lot of limitations to it. Like I can't create a clip, or I can't have a cut in the video that's less than one second long. Um, there's uh, how it. Uh, you can only have like I th- I've just discovered with the new clip show I'm working on. You can't have more than like ten music tracks. Um hmm. Yeah. So there's there's a lot of limitations, but it's also a relatively simple. Program. It's not as complex as anything you would find on a PC.
1: So is Share Factory actually allows you to import an MP3 or does it use a different video for the audio or? Mm, I,
0: yeah, I import MP3s. Hmm. And uh, the only thing to know is um, a lot of songs, they'll already be at a constant bit rate, So you can get that. You can like adjust frames and like just okay. cut a couple frames off the front of this clip to line up a kill with that beat. Um, okay. But there if a song doesn't have a constant bit rate, you will um you'll find the part where you want the song by zipping around in the clip show, and then you'll line it up and then you'll play the whole clip show, and that part you lined up is completely out of whack, yeah, because where it appears if you're just jumping back and forth is different than where it appears if you just play the whole song, and that's actually coming up in this one that I'm working on right now because it starts with the Sarah McLaughlin song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> that does not feel like an Overwatch song to me. <laughs> it doesn't feel, it
0: does not, yeah, it's not like any clip show I've ever done before, um, which is what kind of makes it interesting and exciting to me. Huh. And what it is, is there's always stuff that I wish I could put in a clip show, but boy, this really doesn't work, or this really doesn't fit, or this really isn't exciting action, so I don't. And usually this stuff just gets deleted. And this time, what I'm doing is I'm taking some of this shit, and I'm just doing a show that it starts with, Uh, It starts with blinking and emoting will be missed. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah McLaughlin sings um, I Will Remember You for, I don't know, oh, ten, 10 seconds. I only do it for 10 seconds. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then and then it goes into this insane play of the game my brother got. And then it goes into uh, what I do to this Pharah on Ilios. And it's all just these moments that are awesome moments to me, moments that I love. Like, this is this is like fucking peak fun awesome Overwatch or peak cool hilarious Overwatch. But it would not fit in a clip show.
1: This didn't fit anywhere else? No. Okay.
0: Yeah, so... So, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm really into that, and I'm really kind of hyped to finish
1: it up. So, I surprised myself this weekend by not purchasing Dragon Ball Fighters.
0: Well, you you said you wouldn't enjoy it if you did.
1: (laughs) I know, but I I thought that it would end up getting purchased and just added to the stack. Mm -hmm. You've got your game safe. I thought for sure I'd have it and just kind of put it out there with my fighting games, play through the story once. But I, I could not, I couldn't work up any enthusiasm to go out and buy it. Because... I know I would be awful. Just yeah. awful at it.
0: It's how to put it. I, I know there's something I know I know there's there's an example like this for me, but I can't find it. But you so appreciate what Arc System Works Fighters do. I do. But you don't enjoy Arc no. System Works Fighters.
1: No, I mean the closest I came to enjoying them was Guilty Gear X And and, it, and 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 I enjoyed that for about as far as my skill would take me. Because the way the air combos work and and jump canceling off a medium in the air is just way past what my hand and my brain can wrap wrap themselves around. I feel like I'm not doing the game justice when I'm playing it. (laughs) So the fact that Dragon Ball Fighters is both an Arc System Works game and a three-on-three tag fighter, which I've never been good at. It's just a recipe. I mean, I got mad at Marvel Infinite. That's only two-on-two. I can't imagine trying to do three-on-three. So,
0: Do you have Marvel In- Infinite? I do have Marvel Infinite. See, I feel like if you have Marvel Infinite, which I think anyone would tell you is a lesser game than...
1: Than Dragon Ball Fighters, yeah. yeah.
0: I feel like I feel like you owe it to future generations who will look at your library to reflect on the current generation to have Dragon Ball Fighters in there, even if you never yeah. played, even if it sits on yourself sh- sh- sealed, just yeah. just for the sake of it
1: should be there. It really should. See that should be there, and then like in two weeks, there's like like Under Night Inbirth, that super weird Japanese oh, really? game comes out. Yeah, it's actually coming out for PS4 physical release. Physical, wow. Yeah, a couple weeks. But, I mean, then there's also, like, like Soul Calibur 6 is a game that I actually want to play. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming out, hopefully, this year. Who is Soul Calibur? Is that Sega, or who is that? No, that's Namco. Oh. And the good news with Soul Calibur 6 is the guy who took over Tekken and made Tekken 7 a very good game, both visually and gameplay-wise. It's good. you got to like Tekken, and you got to be good at Tekken, which I am not. But it's a good, it's a very solid game. He's taken over Soul Calibur. Hmm. So Soul Calibur 6 looks much closer to, like, 1 and 2 before the game went off the rails with 3, 4, and 5. Mm-hmm. So, it looks really good. I mean, visually it looks on par with Tekken 7, but it's got a very Soul caliber feel to it. I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know what the date on it is. I, th- I think it's this year, but later on this year.
0: I'm still burning a candle for the next Virtual Fighter.
1: <sighs> they renewed the patent, or the copyright, but I don't know if it's ever going to happen. Yeah,
0: it's probably just so they can, like, put it on iPhones. <laughs>
1: Anyway. Or make pachinko machines about it or whatever those are called.
0: <clears throat> so, oh, and finally, hmm. those three plays of the game at the end of that video.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's like, no, they're good. They're good. Thank you. They're, good. they're real good. <laughs> thank you. They're, they're real good. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Well, I, once again, to make a pitch for this, go to Chance's blog. And it's a couple days old now. You have to do a little search for it, but but watch the play the, his his uh, cutscenes. Clip show cut fifty five. Clip show comics. Yes, yeah. Just please go on, go on. Throw some views at him. It's not terribly long. It's not least one of these twenty minute. I'm showing off videos. It's just like five ish. No, like four minutes. Yeah,
0: it's like three fifty or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So three forty five
1: of just, just cool all tracer
0: all tracer. And cool
1: tracer things happen.
0: And that opening just kind of gets you in the mood, where I just kind of sneak on to the point, this Roadhog turns, I go, hi, and then I'm gone. Yeah. it <laughs> was funny. It was funny.
1: And on the other end of that clip, there's some guy playing Roadhog going, god damn that fucker, I'm going to kill
0: him. Oh, yeah, and, and the Roadhog that I dropped the pulse bomb on the teleporter and then killed the Roadhog, that's that Roadhog. That's the same guy. Oh. Yeah, now he like, I, I let him know I was there, because I didn't want him fucking with my team. And then I let him know that I was gonna, that I was there, and I was coming for the teleporter. And then I took the teleporter right up from underneath him. It was so sexy.
1: <laughs> that wasn't the same roadhog that you killed while he was ulting, was it?
0: Uh, we, no, no. I think because there's
1: one where you, you 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 he ults and you see him sitting there because the the tire is somewhere else, and you kill him before he can blow up the tire.
0: Um, I don't know what sequence you're talking about.
1: Hmm. It, it's, you, you, there's a, I mean, yeah, Roadhog ults. Well, I don't know what he says, but does Roadhog say when he ults? No, I'm, no oh, I'm sorry. I'm not thinking of Roadhog. I'm thinking of Junkrat. Oh. I got him mixed up. Yeah, yeah, there's a Junkrat who ults and then you kill him while he's controlling his tire. Yeah. I got my names mixed up. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah, there's, there's, uh... <laughs> uh they never, oh, the other thing I'm guilty of is...
1: Is I I didn't I managed to not watch any of uh, Evo Japan yet, which I really should. Yeah, it's I want to watch fantastic stuff.
0: A jury one, right? A Korean jury yes. player. Yes, infiltration. Beat infiltration.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep. And and um, Daigo made top, top three. Eight. No, yes, he made top yeah. three, which is the best he's done in you know, a while. long Time. Yeah. What, what What I want to watch is there are absolute killers who never leave Japan. Hmm. People who are better than anybody we have in the West who just either aren't sponsored or don't feel like traveling to play. And they may not have, may not have all made Top 8, but there are people you've never heard of who are amazing. Hmm. So I'm gotta, i don't, I'm not going to watch pools, but I, if I can find Top 8 or Top 32... Yeah, I I'd, I'd, I'd probably to watch, watch
0: Top 8 if I could find time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so does that mean it's time for headlines?
1: I think so! Headlines!
0: <clears throat> the Junkrat and Mercy Nerfs are now live... With no changes from PTR and Overwatch. <laughs> so what this means for Junkrat is you basically have to get a concussion mine right in somebody's face to deal full damage now. It's almost impossible to otherwise. Okay. Um, I, I really like this. I think this is really good. Um, he was, he was just dealing too much damage. Uh, in order for Junkrat to deal full damage, he's got to get his mine right in your face. And otherwise he's just, he's gonna deal, down to forty damage at oh, the wow. maximum radius of the of the thing. And the radius on his mine is as big as Tracer's Pulse Bomb. Like it's not okay. it's not huge, but it's sure not small. In fact it might be a little bigger. Sure feels that way. <laughs> and, and. So,
1: in your opinion, this is an okay nerf. This is ab, this
0: is, this is absolutely good. He was dealing way too much consistent damage and he was getting his ult way too quickly because he was dealing way too much consistent damage with the area of effect on that mine and the fact that he could throw <laughs> two into a group. Um, so no, I think this is really good. And frankly, if you're gonna back me into a corner, put a gun to my head, I think the mercy nerf is probably a good idea too. I <laughs> just, I think she'll be more engaging to play. Um, she won't be seen as a requirement anymore in competitive, which is good. Um, okay. but I still think that Valkyrie, like, Valkyrie is now an ult that will just kind of let you initiate a teamfight really confidently. Or you can use it like Moi Result and like, oh, my whole team is kind of hurt. I can't heal all these guys at once. I can Valkyrie. It's going to be a really boring decision now of when to Valk. Mm. And I, I fucking hate this ultimate. Like, it's a boring ultimate. And I want them to just get rid of it and change it to something where... Like the enemy team can do something and your entire team goes, "Oh shit!" and then Mercy goes, "Not today, fuckers!" and everyone's like, "Oh, Mercy, good old." Like he doesn't have that anymore. Yeah, nope. like I want, I want that moment again with Mercy. I want the blang, and I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's like suddenly everyone on the enemy team is blind for two seconds, uh, mm-hmm. or everyone on your team is invincible for a second and a half. Like I don't care. I just want it to be something impactful. And unfortunately. When it comes to support ults, the biggest impact ult was Mercy's. Yeah. It was always the original res. And then, uh, Sound Barrier was kind of situational. Um, uh, Zenyatta's Transcendence was kind of situational. Uh, when Anna came in, she kind of probably maybe still has the shittiest support ultimate. Because all it does is it lets someone else get play of the game. <laughs> that is literally what nano boost is for, is for for your Genji to go get play of the game, or your soldier, or your Roadhog, or your Ryan. And uh and Moiras, if you're using Moiras right, it's for um it's for turning a teamfight where you need to heal everyone right now. And, yeah. and you aim it, so it's kind of skill-based, so that's kind of cool. But you can get picks with it, that's kind of cool. Uh, you feel very powerful during it, but counterintuitively, Moira is kind of at her most vulnerable while she's using transcendence, or, uh, mm. uh whatever it's called, coalescence. Yeah. And she can move faster than normal, but she can't fade anymore. So if she gets in okay. trouble, she dead. Um, yeah,
1: well, and. The soldier finds you. <laughs>
0: yeah, and. And you're done, yeah. Valkyrie is still very flexible, but it's not, it doesn't feel impactful. It doesn't feel wang. You know, I want that. I want the wang. I'm thirsty for the wang. I need the wang. So
1: did, I'll let that one go. Thank you. Um, that comic you posted, did they actually nerf her gun no, too? No, no, it was just, okay. funny. It was just yeah, funny. there, <laughs> there was just there was there's there a comic of, of what is his name?
0: Uh, Jeff, Jeff Kaplan. And, and, yeah, Jeff and, Kaplan and Mer- going to Mercy, mercy is is looking very yeah. Mercy is looking very sad and depressed. She goes, I carried out my orders, I paced my reses, and threw myself into the thick of battle. What else could I have done? And Jeff says, Exer- exercise more judicious restraint. The mob still <laughs> thinks you're too powerful. and I need something good for the next patch. And he hands her her caduceus blaster and says, perhaps you'd prefer to avoid the red tape, and walks out.
1: And actually, that was
0: just, that was the full comic once. But then the artist decided that it was too dark, so we made a sequel to it. Mercy looks at the pistol, puts it to her head, and you hear, Pew! And then Mercy shows up in the kill feed, a self-lib, and he goes, he spit, talks into a microphone. It's done. Remove her from the roster. Meanwhile, in the room, Mercy wakes up. She opens the door. She goes, Jeff, did you nerf my blaster? Jeff goes, ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> that was good. Anyway. Uh, okay. Um, uh, Darkest Dungeon will launch on Xbox One on February 28th.
1: All right. More power to them. Still, yeah. Not going to buy it again, it's but I like, hope they make all the money they want.
0: It's like every platform now, I think.
1: They must have built that on something very, you know, portable um, to move it to so many different things. It took cause a, it's done.
0: Maybe it's just that they had a bunch of versions. Because I swear to God, the Switch version is the Vita version. Mm. I think the Switch version is the Vita version. Just okay. kind of the amount of pixels the text takes up. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um, well, I mean,
1: the, X- the Xbox One and the PS4 are powerful enough they can just build their way through it, so I suppose. Mm-hmm. Just run whatever.
0: <laughs> uh, developer of Hollow Knight, Team Cherry, showed off a, a short off-screen video of Hollow Knight running on a Switch yesterday. It looked so good. It looked super good. Just falling and yeah, crunching yeah. into those bodes. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, God, I need it.
1: Just hook just it to my pants. Mm-hmm.
0: uh. Death Road to Canada has been announced for Switch, if you remember that name.
1: I don't know what that is. What is Death Road to Canada? I'm
0: pretty sure it's a roguelike, st- for starters. And it's, it's pixel art that kind of looks like Enter the Gungeon pixel art, okay. where you're a bunch of people in a bus trying to survive the zombie apocalypse, and <laughs> you're trying to get to Canada because apparently Canada is safe.
1: Well, it's cold enough that zombies freeze. If World War Z taught me anything, That's it's right. that you head north because they freeze during the winter.
0: Well, I, th- I think that depends on the type of zombie we're dealing with.
1: Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh,
0: Bioware's Anthem is officially delayed to 2019, but Electronic Arts say. insists it's not actually delayed, even though they originally announced the game for 2018. Like <laughs> where, where were they? Where were mm-hmm. they getting off trying to tell us that there wasn't a delay after you said the game was coming out this year? And oh wait, no, now it's coming out next year. That's the definition of a delay, idiots.
1: Speaking of EA, I love, and they're not true, but I love the rumors of Microsoft buying EA.
0: Oh, man, I saw a thing today about, like, a, a huge article about uh, trying to make an argument for why Microsoft should buy Valve. No. First of all, in for Microsoft's sake, yeah, they absolutely should. But here's the thing. I don't care how much money you offer Valve. They're not going to take it.
1: Well, true. And, and what Microsoft needs are people who actually make games once in a while. And that's not Valve. <laughs> that's not Valve. So... It's not even EA. What 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 Microsoft should do is pick up some of EA's leavings, houses that were closed, find those people and then buy some of the IP that they're not using. Hmm. Like, hmm, let's have a new let's have a new dead space. You know. What, but, you know, unadulterated by actually, EA. Actually.
0: I mean that that's not a bad idea. I would say what what I think Microsoft really needs is they need uh they need to have some really Good internal studios. And frankly, their internal studios are not that good. They don't... Outside
1: of Turn 10? Yes. No,
0: Outs- outside of Forza, you, there is no reliable, reliable good franchise from Microsoft.
1: Uh, is 343 internal?
0: Um, yes.
1: Yeah, they are. But Halo 5 was... It was okay. okay. It, was okay. it was okay.
0: But it was the same yeah. fucking thing again. What they need to do is let, is let them do something completely different. What they need yeah. to do is go to that studio and say, what do you guys want to
1: make? Mm-hmm. What
0: inspires you? Inspire us.
1: That's how we're getting uh, Sucker Punch's game. That's
0: right. That's right. And, and Whose name
1: I've forgotten now. Uh, the Ghost, of, one.
0: Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, Yes. Thank you. And, you know, that, that's how we got the original Dead Space. That's how really interesting games get made, and Microsoft, you know, they, they like to just buy third-party shit. Um, so, yeah, that's what they should do. They won't do that, though. And as Alex will point out, it's because they don't want to blow the money. They don't want to have they, their, that division spending all that money.
1: No, they don't. But the thing is, though, they're sitting on the hot hardware right now. They have to do something with it besides be the place where the third-party titles are slightly better.
0: Yeah, they're not sitting on the hot hardware right now. They're sitting on the third-place hardware.
1: Well, okay, no, I, I mean, hot hardware is the most powerful hardware. Yes,
0: they certainly That's have I mean. the most powerful and most but expensive hardware. But there's nothing hardware. happening with it
1: right now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's it. you got, wow, this, this thing... Could do amazing shit. Yep. Yeah. This 4K, this 4K HDR patch, it does work. I kind of wish I was playing Horizon right now. <laughs> 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 anyway. Uh, okay. Um, you may remember uh, uh, I put up an early, um, uh, a pre-alpha gameplay video of a game called Extinction. About yeah. this guy with a sword with some late platforming, and then he fights a giant ogre. Mm-hmm. That game's coming out April tenth on PS4, Xbox One and PC. I should hmm. I should watch like a new trailer or try to find some new gameplay of it because the idea was cool, but that yeah, initial I would video call it
1: looking kinda clunky. Yeah, that yeah. initial
0: video did not sell me at all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, that might be worth looking into. Uh Epic Games has pulled a plug on its shooter slash MOBA paragon, which I honestly <laughs> forgot was a thing.
1: Yeah, so did I. That was was that a free to play game? No, no, it wasn't. No, no, it
0: was full price
1: yes and then nobody played it yeah,
0: it was full price triple a very good looking um but very very epic games in terms of art style it was like god of or it was like gears of war plus fantasy so yeah like it was kind of crazy looking and um yeah i remember there was a big push prior to its launch but it was like the, the game comes out and epic game says to gamers paragon and gamers say oh is that like player unknown's battlegrounds and like no. Uh-huh. Okay. Is it like Overwatch? They go, no. And then fuck uh-huh. off.
1: <laughs> like, that's it. Wrong place. Wrong time. Wrong time. Sorry, guys.
0: Wrong time. Like maybe, you know, five years ago. That could have found, <laughs> that could have found a place.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, okay. Metroidvania, Roguelite, Souls-like, Dead Cells is coming uh-huh. to the Nintendo Switch. Also PS4. Maybe Xbox. I should check on that, except I didn't check on that when I wrote the headlines.
1: That's alright. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, Switch, Dead Cells though. is coming to consoles. Um, uh-huh. And if you pay attention to any gaming site in the last year, there have been countless articles from the enthusiast press saying, oh, wow, Dead Cells is really something special. So, yes, I'm hyped. Mm. I'm terribly hyped. And I had to go digging back in the blog to see how long it's been since I've been begging for this game on Vita.
1: (laughs) As long as we've been doing the podcast. For
0: far longer than we've been doing the podcast. (laughs) Um, Since 2013.
1: Oh my god. I gosh. have
0: been writing about wanting Mercenary Kings on Vita and writing about and writing about bugging tribute games about putting Mercenary Kings on Vita. And they announced it I think in 2014 that they were going to put it on Vita, but the development just got repeatedly fucked because mm-hmm. the game like they didn't they didn't design the game in a in a way that would make it fit well on Vita. Um so but then in I think it was spring of 2016, they put out a GIF on their, uh, on their Twitter feed that had Mercenary Kings arriving fall 2016 on Vita <laughs> and Xbox. And I'm like, so yes! That, that was
1: fake news. Fake news! Fake news, news people.
0: Uh, so yeah, it did not come out in 2016. It also did not come out in fall of 2017. Um, <laughs> but a couple weeks ago, or a month ago or so, they started tweeting about Mercenary Kings Reloaded Edition. And that Reloaded Edition would would include all this other stuff, and it's going to be available on PS4, Xbox One, Vita, and Steam.
1: There is no way that this game does not disappoint you. It has been too long... There's been too well, much disappointment, too much hope. Here's the thing: you're gonna play it and go, "This." I've played it. What I was? I've played it a lot on PS4. Uh, yeah, and I, and now I never played it it. again and go, "Ah, it's the same thing." No, I know, yeah. I know, but
0: but I, I said a long time ago, and I said the same thing about "Don't Starve," which, as you'll recall, I played on PC. I believe Alex actually bought me a copy of it on PC, and I played it a little bit on PC, and I was like, eh, "I'm not getting into this." And then it came out on PS4 and I'm like, okay, I gotta try that new clay game, because I love clay. And I played it, you know, a couple hours. I maybe survived three days on PS4. And I'm like, eh, maybe I'll try this out on a handheld one day. Mm -hmm. And then it comes out on Vita. Don't start giant edition happens on Vita. And there's no way I put less than 300 hours into Don't Starve on Vita. <laughs> like that game absolutely consumed me. I remember See? standing in a clothing store waiting for Kayla to come out of a change room. Just standing there, not starving.
1: Like, <laughs> <And> just loving <laughs> so, it. So, okay. Explain this to me. Explain how a game the becomes better. Certain games are better on a handheld. Okay. Why? Because I don't, I don't play anything on a handheld if I can help
0: it. I guess because when you're playing something on a console, you sit down and you boot up the console and you wait a couple of seconds and then you get in the, get the game, you start the game, you start playing the game. You're sitting down for a session. I'm going Absolutely. to be here locked in. On a handheld, yes. I can make a decision. I can make this decision, execute the decision, see where we're going. Oh, you know what? I got this other thing to do. Click and I can go off and do something else. And then in oh. half an hour, I can say, I can, I've, I've kind of turned over the game in my head a little bit. I can maybe make a different choice pop the game open, play for five minutes, close it up, and I, and at the same time, I'm so comfortable with the Vita in my hands that I can also sit with it for hours doing the same thing. Um, it accommodates any time I want to play. I can just slip it out of my pocket and not starve.
1: See, that stop-start gaming would drive me insane. If I don't have at least an hour, I won't play anything. Yeah, no because it's a session it is an activity it is a this is what I am doing for an extended period of time
0: no I complete work on my like on my lunch break and oh, when I take a lunch break I have like 20 minutes to do something to, yeah, time I, to do I, something I,
1: even 20 minutes is not enough I, I I would feel like I just got started and have to stop again
0: you no know, oh. it is it is you know sometimes it's a it's minor <laughs> pull tragedy. yourself
1: away yeah yeah just just wait God damn
0: it, gotta go in, do a job your,
1: playing a counter class and you're near the end and there's some Epic, multi-part boss battles? Yeah. If you have to stop in the middle of one of those... I
0: can suspend it any time.
1: Oh, see, but that would completely destroy the moment. I mean, I, I when I finished Iconoclast, it was way past my bedtime, but the game had momentum mm-hmm. behind it, mm-hmm. and I did not want to break the momentum because it felt like it was rolling towards the end. It was encounter, encounter, encounter. I'm like, I don't want to stop. I don't care. I don't know an hour to go, but I need to finish this now, because if I would have stopped, it would have broken the emotional momentum I had going towards the finale.
0: I understand that. The end of Bioshock 2 did that to me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just gotta Uh, go, gotta go. Anyway, uh, so Mercenary
0: King's Reloaded Edition has a release date. It is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Vita on February 6th. That is fucking next week.
1: Wow. That is next
0: week. I have been waiting since 2013. I finally have a release date.
1: <laughs> I expect you to tweet, like, thumbs-up emojis to uh, the Mercenary King is You know what? It's to... been so
0: long that I'm not really happy with them. I'm just happy that it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> I'm glad they didn't I... give up on Vita. I mean, that's nice, but, but I'm still kind of I, side-eyeing them.
1: I want to know what the sales numbers are going to be.
0: Uh, it'll be a lot Vita. more on Switch. They will never oh, yeah. release their sales numbers for Vita. The only thing you hear mm-hmm. about Vita sales numbers is um, like someone will say, "pleasantly surprised" or "more than I thought."
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it's like just a very polite way of going. Well, wow, I was like ten. We were nine. we were contractually
0: obligated to put it on the system, and it's it's, it's not out. quite as bad as just shutting down my studio. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> anyway, uh, the the update, everything that's included in the Reloaded Edition is free if you already own the game on PS4 or Steam. Hmm, cool. uh, also, physical copies of the game for PS4, Vita, and Switch will be coming from Limited Run Games. And on the same day, Tribute announced that uh, last year's platforming roguelike of theirs, Flint Hook, will come to Switch and will also get a physical release through Limited Run. Interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: I remember you had control issues with Flint Hook. I
0: did, and I wrote on the blog that I had control issues with Flint Hook, and I would like to enjoy Flint Hook because everything about it are things that I like except how it controls. And maybe somehow it would feel better on the Switch, but then again, when has any ever anything ever controlled better on the Switch? Never, never. So no. I don't think I'm going to risk it, but I want to. I want to enjoy <laughs> that game anyway. Uh, Thumper Pocket Edition is now available on iPhones. There's so many different things you have to do in that game. How are you going to control it on an iPhone?
1: Is it motion control, like dumping the whole phone back and forth? Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> bam, bam,
0: bam, bam. Yeah, but you'd have to like you have to see the
1: track. True.
0: Ah, I don't know. It's so weird to me. Anyway, I wish them success because I love that game. Uh, February's PS Plus lineup includes Rime, Knack, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was generous. More than that would be good. Yeah, yeah.
0: and and uh, and there's some other shit for PS3, I'm sure. But it does have Grand Kingdom on Vita and PS3, and Grand mm. Kingdom is not. I can't go and say, oh, you have to check out Grand Kingdom, but maybe add that to your library and check it out one day. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I remember. I remember attempting it and going, wow, this was yeah. very so the, the, the The Xbox, the Games with Gold for February, mm-hmm. Shadow Warrior. Not, Not bad. bad for free. Not bad for free. Yeah. Assassin's Creed Chronicles India. Yeah. Split Second, which is a oh, very good, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a really good arcade racer where you're like crashing planes yeah. and knocking down... Well, you don't crash planes, but like planes
0: and things. shit are crashing around you and you... Yeah, crash. yeah, yeah, a, yeah.
1: You, you can like trigger yeah. various disasters by building up a meter and you can knock buildings down. It was pretty cool. Mm, I, I remember mm. playing it going, this is this is not bad, this is closer to what I want out of a Burnout game than Burnout Paradise Okay,
0: but was, that, so. that's an Xbox 360 game.
1: It is, and so was Crazy Taxi.
0: Well, crazy Taxi, though. That's an all-time yeah, it's arcade tracksuit. classic.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, games with gold has been pretty weak the last couple of months. <laughs> yeah,
0: but this is a. And you know what? I am I am curious about rhyme. If there's any of these that I would grab, it's probably rhyme.
1: Um, it wasn't bad. I played it. It was okay. Yeah. It was like eco by people who don't really have quite the yeah. artistic ability to do it's, eco. It's
0: a poor man's modern day eco. Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 And then one bit of headlines that broke today. Mm-hmm. You remember gigantic? Uh,
0: the MOBA. The
1: Yes. Yeah. Shutting down.
0: I didn't even know it actually fully
1: launched. They're turning it off on July 31st. When did it actually launch? Uh, um, I don't know when it actually launched, but, I mean, they're shutting the last servers down. Free to play.
0: Initial release date, July twentieth of last year. Mm -hmm. So that's like seven months.
1: That's it. There's one update coming, and I believe... A lot of the pay stuff is going to go free for the last couple of months. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. all yeah. goes away.
0: And, you know, actually, I think it might have been about Paragon. I think it was about Paragon where I heard a written thing. Yeah, let me let me look this up just to make sure. Uh, hmm. Paragon offer refund.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Speaking okay, so, think,
0: yeah. so they're shutting down. Epic is shutting down Paragon, but they're giving refunds on all purchases made for the game because they're shutting it down.
1: There was a Marvel game that did the same thing with the Marvel Disney... I don't know why this happened, but there was a Marvel kind of action RPG game, which was not awful. I played it for a little bit, but you could buy stuff. It's shut down, and if you bought anything for it, they give you your money back.
0: Yeah, and well... They're actually refunding stuff. GameSpot here says that uh, the refund is coming directly from Epic Games, and not like, you know, Sony or Xbox or whoever. Like, they are paying for it good what the fuck like you do not expect niceness from anyone <laughs> that's really nice you yeah. expect like you know a pr stunt but that just seems like <laughs> that just feels like you know what fellas this is the right thing to do and it's going to cost us but it is the right thing to do you know what chuck you're right
1: <laughs> let's do it yeah we'll continue to eat off of the licensing for unreal 4 <laughs> because everybody uses unreal 4 <laughs> So, yeah, hey, good 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 news that they're try, trying to do the right thing after the game flops. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, all right. And that's all that's I got. Good.
0: I was thinking in Alex's absence we should have, like, some sort of topic, but every topic I could think of was, like, a joke topic. Like, for example, <coughs> roguelikes. Best genre or bestest genre? Discuss. Oh,
1: uh, God.
0: Although another one that I thought was kind of interesting is... What is the game of the current gen that defines the current gen for you?
1: That defines the current gen?
0: Yeah. The one that actually jumped to my mind really surprised me. Okay. Well,
1: Go ahead. I'll I'll think while you're talking.
0: You'd think my answer would be Overwatch. And if I had to think about it and argue it, it probably would end up being Overwatch. True. But the my answer is actually Dying Light.
1: Oh. Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because I think Dying Light, uh, there are other games, like I think uh, Alien Isolation did a really good job of it, and there are certainly some first-party stuff, like Horizon Zero Dawn I definitely think is a contender, but I think Dying Light is the game that really kept the promise of the new generation for me, mm. and, okay. and thus was like, it, it was all the things I wanted the new gen, the new gen to be.
1: See, I have a game that I thought of, but it's both positive and negative for what the new gen has given us. Mm, okay and for the current fad and advent of microtransactions being part of your game. And that's Shadow of War. oh No, think about it. Think about it. Shadow of War, A, technologically is gorgeous. Okay. It delivers on the hardware side. Absolutely. Most of the game is pretty good. But due to publisher interference, you've got these microtransactions shoveled in on the back end to create... A sustainable in game economy, blah, blah, blah. This whole generation has been this way, where you've got something that's good, but then you've got this tack on thing. Even Overwatch suffers from that. I feel like,
0: okay, I feel like that might be a better example of a game that defines the current commercial uh, hole that gaming has dug itself into. I, d- yeah. I don't think well like maybe I feel like you're not really entering in the spirit the quite my question was intended. No, I'm not.
1: I I I'm, I'm still bitchy about that game pissing me yeah, off that's is fair. what that is. That's, that, that's a fresh wound from a, like 2 weeks ago.
0: But um but yeah, so I don't think I don't think that game defines the current gen. Um, no.
1: See, it's it's realistically it's going to be a PlayStation 4 game, let's be honest here. Okay. I'm going to be completely honest because Microsoft has not put any first party stuff out that is not just a sequel to something else. Yeah. That's really good.
0: Um, you could say Forza Horizon. Um I mean, that'd be fair.
1: Horizon One is Horizon One must be sixty, though.
0: Yeah, but Horizon Two wasn't.
1: Horizon Two, but each Horizon has been just the last one, but bigger. Well, as Which far cool. as I'm
0: concerned, Dying Light is just the sequel to uh, Dead Island. I mean, it's a lot different, but that's what it is to me.
1: So, if okay, if we're talking about what defines this generation, is it? Is it delivering on the promise of, of finally new hardware? Because because when the when this hardware hit what got two years ago now? Oh more than that. Three years yeah, ago now? At least. There was like a year long of just up ports because a lot of publishers were kind of nervous about, yeah. you know, the, new and hardware and first actually party doing stuff something. Is meh. Yeah. And it took a good while to catch up. Yes. Um realistically, and I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of this game, Horizon Zero Dawn.
0: I think, no, I think it's, it's I think that's a it's, good example.
1: It's new IP. It's the best looking game of last year. Yep. And it was good. It was really I'm not going to argue that it was a good game. It wasn't a good game. It also reflected more of current cultural things happening on with a strong, well-written, female protagonist and it
0: was something like dying light that absolutely could not have been accomplished on the last gen
1: oh absolutely not there's there's no way yeah. there's no way at least not to that fidelity <laughs> i mean i don't know if the world itself was as big it was as big. you know gta 5 or wow. even or even um you know uh moral not Morrowind. shit elder scrolls oh, oh Ren, that's not Sky fair Ren. Yeah, well, I'm say, it's, it's, the world itself isn't that big, but every inch
0: of it. Yeah, it's, it's more. Was, it's definitely more dense. Well made.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'd almost throw my throw my vote to, to that. Is, is Horizon Zero Dawn being the the current the current delivery of the promise? Yeah. And it's a single player game. Hey, imagine that. Yeah,
0: my favorite is kind as well, except for Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: I always forget about that one. See, I. Shadow of War was the first game where the microtransactions really bothered me. Usually, I can ignore them because I don't. I'm not playing pretty princess dress up with my games. Okay, but
0: why? Why did it bother you here?
1: Because it was so obvious that the end game was there just to push you towards buying more powerful orcs. Now,
0: was that actually obvious, or is that because I remember all the reviews saying that? But is it actually obvious in game?
1: Uh it. It's. I mean, the orcs it's It's either that or kill all your current orcs and recruit new ones, which takes a lot of time because the orcs in the world are always roughly your level. You cannot recruit an orc of a higher level than tally okay, and he maxes out at like sixty or something like that okay,
0: but once you recruit um, an orc, it doesn't continue to
1: level up no, you have to send them through different activities, all of which take time oh, okay. So, yeah, you can level up your orc by, say, sending him on a mission or making two orcs fight each other. Well, if you if you make two orcs fight each other, one of them dies and the other one levels up. Cool. So you need to recruit a new one. Or you can send them off to try to kill somebody else. But once you've taken over an area and all the orcs are yours, your only option is to have them start killing each other. Oh, my God. Which leaves a hole that you need to fill where I can either find somebody that's hopefully close to my level or I can buy a loot box. And the orcs in the loot box are almost always at your level. Huh. Max out what they are, so yeah, this is it was the first one where that actually bothered me. no that
0: would bother me too
1: Overwatch it doesn't bother me because no, it's just, skins don't do much for me it's
0: just it's just pretty it stuff for for my you know digital doll.
1: yeah, and, and I understand that it's important to some people like me you yeah, and it's fine. do your thing that's cool it doesn't that has no effect on how I want to play the game with my boring bastion in his default outfit doesn't hurt me. So, yeah,
0: That highlighted uh, Trofe Bastion is pretty sick. Actually,
1: that is pretty, that good. Is pretty good. The new yep. one? Yeah. Yeah, I do like that one. You're kind of flying in with a They announced
0: yeah, today, yeah. if you pre-order the new World of Warcraft expansion, you'll get emotes for Tracer and uh, World of Warcraft-themed voice lines for Torbjorn. So I completely didn't ignore this. I don't care about this. And then I saw that someone had a video up today of Tracer's emotes. And mm. what it is... <clears throat> is she reaches behind her back, pulls out a pole, the top of the pole unfolds, and when she slams it into the ground, from the top of the f- pole, an alliance flag unfurls. And she slams it into the ground. <laughs> and there's another, there's another remote called Horde. That's it. She just plops down an alliance huh. flag or a Horde flag, and I'm like, thank God, I do not need that shit.
1: See, didn't Blizzard try this with Heroes of the Storm?
0: Ah, uh, what do you mean?
1: I thought there was, like, if you played a certain amount of Heroes of the Storm, you got something in yes, Overwatch. Yes, yes. And, uh, And you did that, didn't no you? No,
0: God, no, 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 no. Well,
1: I thought you I did. I started, thought
0: you did. Okay. I don't know if it was the Officer Diva skin that started it, but the Officer Diva skin was was exclusive to having played some Heroes of the Storm shit, and then the um, uh, the Origins Genji skin. So, like, the Genji, before he was, like, a full cyborg ninja when he was, like, going through the transition... Uh, yeah. that one was exclusive to you have to play Heroes of the Storm on a certain week or something or the certain event. And then after, I don't know, maybe three, four, five months, they just added them to normal loot boxes in the game. So now I have okay, both those That's,
1: games. that's fine. Yeah. That's fine.
0: But but this one, I mean, this is the first one that they've done this cross promotion thing with that I don't want that. <laughs> it's like, that's the worst cross promotion ever. I don't give a shit about that. That's, that's, I, well, I mean, the th- thing is mainly, Maybe that's good, because that se- that stupid tracer emote doesn't seem like a thing for people who are super into Overwatch. That seems like a thing for people who are super into World of super Warcraft of World who might Warcraft. want to play some Overwatch.
1: So, how long does World of Warcraft hold on to your old characters? Like, you have not played for, no. what, five well, years? Well, not only
0: that, no, it's a lot more than five years, uh, probably... Yeah. Fuck, I don't even want to think about it. I'm an old man. It's been a long it's time. It's been a long man- time. And when I stopped playing, what I did was I went through every single one of my characters and I sold everything that was soulbound to me. And then long. everything that wasn't soulbound, I put on the auction house for a very reasonable discount and sold through all of my shit. And then I went to one of my best friends and said, here you go. Have a good time. And, I, and So here, you burnt and, that bridge. Yeah, and here's the passwords. Here's the passwords for my account. And he said, "I'll keep it safe for you." and I said, "Don't bother." and I never came back.
1: That's conviction.
0: Uh, I was surprised because it certainly wasn't addiction for years and years and years and years and years.
1: And then you decided I decided no I only more. need
0: one job. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when it starts becoming work, that's when you know:
0: Well when you're playing when you're playing an stop. MMO, it's work, <laughs> like I've never met an MMO that wasn't.
1: I never got into any MMOs ever. Well, that's why. It's the show, it's the social aspect that bothered me too
0: well the social I think the social aspect is the best part of it is like an MMO is mm. just the prettiest chat room in the world basically as far as I'm True. concerned and um, but mm. but everything you're doing in an MMO is usually you're doing it because in some for some reason in your head you think it'll make something fun down the line happen
1: okay. that never happens. It's just more work. yeah so
0: the joy I got out of world of warcraft was ignoring all that shit and i'm sure i've told the story on the blog, or on the podcast before but what I would do is just before I hit level 40 I found a legendary dagger called the gut Ripper and I was a rogue Oop. i was uh, I was a rogue so I respect myself into backstabs. And all I did from like level thirty six or thirty eight or whatever is I would go to a town in the Barrens where all the level tens to seventeen horde players have to go to do their quest to level up. Mm-hmm. And the Barrens is a no conflict zone. So you can't um, you can't be attacked there by an alliance person unless you've just flown in from a place that was that did have PvP enabled, or you attack someone. Also, every NPC in the town can be attacked at any time. So what I would do is if anyone (laughs) flies in on that, and I'm I'm stealth, like none of the NPCs in the town are going to attack me, they can't see me. So anytime someone flew in that happened to have their PVP flag up, they died. And Mm -hmm. if I saw a low level going towards an NPC that I could kill to turn in a quest, that NPC died. And if they tried to attack me, well, they would die. And if someone... Higher level than me, and keep in mind, I'm not even level 40 yet, and at the time the level cap was 60. Oh wow. Okay. And if someone higher level than me tried to attack me, I have a thing called the, um, the Gnomish Mind Control Helmet. And what mm-hmm. I will do is I will activate this while targeting you, and then I will tell you to go attack the Flight Master. And when you attack the Flight Master, two legendary level 60 wyverns spawn and attack you along with the flight master so you're <laughs> gonna die in a second <laughs> i had so much fun doing this i terrorized that town for months or years not leveling up never leveling up just assaulting the town and when i ran out of goblin sapper charges and explosives and thistle teas to increase my rogue abilities i would just go into the world Farm up the materials I needed for my explosives and my consumables, and then go back to town and start doing it again. Jeez. I made a lot of horde friends, actually. They really <laughs> liked me. I be I became like the I became the terror of the barons. Everyone in the horde knew about me on my server.
1: See, that reminds me of a story in college. Okay. Uh, we played my roommate and I and a couple other people played a text-only mud, a Daiku I mud remember this. Okay. called Hidden Worlds. Okay. And that was actually the first instance of the Chamberlain name. My character was Chamberlain. Um, and he was all about damage roll. He didn't hit very often, but when he hit, he hit you hard. Anyway, um, my roommate had a mage. His name was Zylan, And he liked to hang out in gangland. Gangland was right off of Midgard, low-level area where noobs would go level 1 through 5 and just kill gangland for, for XP and, and items. He would hide out in gangland and every once in a while cast summon and as a high level level 30 with the max as a high level wizard or mage he could summon anything he want he would summon a Mm -hmm. (laughs) t-rex and the t-rex could wander so the t-rex would wander around gangland killing level two and three guys because they had no hope of killing this thing and and it would be there for a while until a mob would come in and kill it and never really catch him about it (laughs) so that was his thing he was like there's a t-rex in gangland oh his island was here crap run away run away run away so god i that that bud
0: see that is the exact opposite of how i was in mmos when i was uh when i was in final fantasy 11 in in particular what i would do is i would go and i'd find out where i would find a spot where a bunch of low-level players were hanging out and in final fantasy 11 it was really easy to die and lose Mm -hmm. xp when you do and, uh, so what I would do is I would just hang out in the area where these guys are fighting, just sitting on the ground, and if I ever saw a fight that started to get out of control, I would just stand up, and I was a samurai, but you could have a subclass. So I was a samurai slash dragoon, and okay. a dragoon had an ability called jump, where you disappear in a puff of smoke, and you land with a spear, smash, on your target at, like, 15 feet away. So you you disappear, teleport to your target, hit it once with a really heavy attack, and then return to your original location. So I would just be sitting here on the ground, this beautiful elven samurai, and then someone would start freaking out next to me. I would just gather myself up, poof, bam, <laughs> and then just sit Done. back down again gently. And someone would go, thank you, and I'd go, no problem. <laughs> <laughs> it was nice. It's always nice. As see, far as I'm concerned, was... the only reason to be high level is to help low levels.
1: Yeah, see, we had, you, you could actually group up in this mud, and there was a guy, I never met him in real life, um, but he, he was quad 30s, which is as high as you could get. He was level 30 in all four of his classes. Okay. His name was Friend. It was just what he was. Mm. And he would lead groups down into hell. And we would go through hell. We would kill Tiamat at the gates of hell. I don't know why, I don't know why it was Tiamat instead of Cerberus. The game was weird. But you go into T, you go kill Tiamat and you go into hell and you kill fire giants in hell. Mm. And it was an X, XP run and he would lead this run. And how it would work was he would, you would follow him and he would backstab a guy and he would say, you know, backstabbing fire giant dot one, he would yell this, backstab it, and as soon as the first one hits, you would attack after him. And as long as you're attacking the same one he did, the fire giant would be aggroed on him. So you're doing damage, and he's high enough level that he would have a couple healers with him, and you would stay alive, and, you know, he he basically was backstabbing and tanking, and you're just there for extra damage. Mm. But he was good enough that if you ever accidentally attacked the wrong fire giant... He would rescue you. There was a way... There was this literally type rescue chamber one. He would grab you and basically take the aggro for hmm. you. And he was so good that he could fix these things. Like, you attack the wrong one, two attacks later, he rescued you, and now he's taking that aggro too. It was amazing. I mean, the guy was... He, he never... He, he had quad 430s, and he played that for years without changing anything just because he enjoyed leading groups and adventures. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean... I, never met the guy never talked to him a whole lot but you know there he was to help you out
0: no i did the same thing yeah i did the same thing on a role playing server i got myself up (laughs) i got myself up really high and um and then whenever a low level horde this was i was a horde shaman and then whenever a low level horde wanted um just wanted help like i need to get to i need to get to this this dungeon in an alliance territory can someone please help me i'll go yeah i'll help you and I would walk them all the way there, or I would walk them like around the edge of the world so they wouldn't have to go through Alliance territory and then lead them through it. And for some reason, everyone went out, when I was at that age, people opened up to me a lot really easily. And really? I would end up giving them advice and they just loved it and they loved me and they would always invite me to their guild. And I'm like, you know what? This is just an alt. Like I, my main is on this other server. I don't really, I can't really dedicate myself to your guild like I'd like to. Yeah. But, but everyone loved my character when they met the character. So the, he did end up in a guild. Uh, and the character's name, who always gave advice and was beloved by everyone was counsel. Mm, okay, C-O-U-N-S-E-L okay. as in good advice. So, yeah. Nice. And I, I didn't anticipate that happening when I named the character. It just worked out really well. <laughs> <laughs>
1: anyway. <laughs> See, the only time I ever had that leader role was way back in Fantasy Star Online in the Dreamcast. No, I hate leadership roles. I l- See, I loved that game for some I don't know why, but Fantasy Star Online clicked with me. I actually had a second phone line installed in my house so I could play online and you know, people could make phone calls because that's when people still had landlines. But I maxed out my guy on that one and ended up leading tours hmm. through the bosses <laughs> when I was young and not as much of a dick as I am now.
0: <laughs> no, the only the only time I, I... I specifically remember having a leadership role in an MMO and I've done it. I've been a supervisor and stuff in in offices. I do not recommend it. Um mm-hmm. but uh, the only time I remember that was when I was a low level in Final Fantasy 11. I was in a group and we had um we had a healer who was a little too low level for the dungeon that we were in and we had a ton of damage and like DPS guys and the black mage who's the damage guy is really not happy about this low level white mage to the group. And this guy's just an asshole. And this really guy really needs to get out of our group. And, and Chance, you need to kip, take this guy out of the group because he's bringing us all down and blah, blah, blah. And you shouldn't even be here. And I'm like, okay. Oh, okay. I think I understand the quite, the situation quite well. Black mage, you're welcome to leave. I go, what? I go, if you don't <laughs> want to be in a party and be nice to this guy, get out of the party. We're here to, we're here to get this stuff done. There's a line of DPS out there who would be happy to join. Are you going or are you staying? Because if you're staying, don't say another mean thing to that healer. And he says another thing, so I kick him from the group and I invite someone else. And, <laughs> and then uh and then there was I think she went by the name Ping Lu in that game, but she goes, Wow, I think you're the coolest person I've ever met in an MMO and I go, like, Well, come on, like we need a healer. <laughs> like, what are we gonna do without a healer? <laughs> and so uh and so that ended up turning into a friendship that would span ten years and I was in the guild with her in War- in World of Warcraft. Mm. Wow. Yeah, good times. But yeah, I, I try to stay away from leadership positions. I don't want that fucking pressure.
1: Yeah, that's not why I play games. Yeah, I don't want. All. I don't
0: want to tell people when they're being dicks. I don't want to tell people what to do. I just want to do my thing. I want to go to. I want to go to the barons and kill the flight master because I
1: can. Yeah. See, the last time that happened to me was back in Street Fighter Four when I was in my retired phase. After I had broken my arcade stick because yeah. I got mad at the game, I still wanted to be involved. And this was back when Penny Arcade actually had a big community. Mm-hmm. So somebody set up a league, and we were actually running leagues, and oh, I was wow. the commissioner.
0: Holy of shit! The
1: league. Yep, it only lasted about six months because this was closer to the end, and people were beginning to lose interest. But I was, I we kind of made sure matches happened, kind of kept track of things. It was fun hmm. because I was involved with the game, but I wasn't playing the game because I was not in a headspace where I could have touched that game for a good again five six months. Yeah, but so. that's
0: I don't know that's a community thing though.
1: It is, but I I still liked. uh, Like, still, they let me in to um, uh, watch the game, so I was like invited into the match and Mm. just like the third person in there, so I could record stuff. Mm -hmm. So I would end up recording stuff. I actually had a capture device back then, recorded it on my laptop, posted it on YouTube. So it was fun. It was good. I got to be involved, and I didn't have the sting of you know being bad at the game. (laughs) So this has been your trip through One and Chances. Younger years, games we used to play, games we used to play, we had more time
0: and fewer responsibilities and gray hairs.
1: <laughs> I keep my hair short so you can't see my gray. <laughs> Every time I get my hair cut, it's like, oh god, no! We can never see. again. We can see it. We can see. It. Shut up! No, you can't. That's because I've posted pictures of myself in places.
0: <laughs> I've got a, I've got, I've got uh, probably a, I don't know, half an inch of beard growth going on right now. Is oh, it yeah. It's it's very, like, Mark Hamill distinguished at the bottom Ooh,
1: there. Oh, see? That's all right. Uh-huh. That's yeah, that's yeah. not bad.
0: Yeah, we got, we got some silver.
1: Got some mm, silver happening. You got to either embrace it or cut it off. One of the two.
0: Celson blue for men. <laughs> oh, 80s kids understand. Anyway. All right. All right. Well,
1: <laughs> Alex, when you listen to this, hope you had a good night. We will talk to you next week. Chance, thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week.